See, it all started one day when I was walking down the street. I look left and I look right, thinking, how can life be so nice again? La da da da, la da da da, la da da da, sing it, baby. Listening to the Curse Cast with David Carl and RJ Montano. David and RJ will take you through the latest recaps, news, and interviews from around New Mexico United Soccer. You can shoot us comments or questions at the Curse NM on Twitter, the Curse New Mexico on Facebook, or email the show at thecursenm at gmail.com. And now a part of the Beautiful Game Network and recorded from the studios of ESPN Radio 1017 the team. Here's David and RJ with the Curse Cast. Thanks for tuning us in. He's David Carl. I'm RJ Montano. Together we're the Curse Cast, and we are excited to spend this episode with you. Woo! David, it's been a a wild week. We won a game. We won a game in the league. We got three points. Hell yeah! On the road, it's beautiful, and some payback. Yeah, yeah, uh, against a team that uh, really started our losing streak uh, not that long ago, Sacramento Republic, with a three nil shellacking we can call it at home uh we come back and we go to their place and we beat them two to one it was great it was wonderful it felt good yeah it, it felt, felt good, good to finally get points in the league again and um you know we, we've talked about at length rj you and i kind of the impact that the open cup had on our league performance and 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 we wouldn't trade what happened in the open cup at least i wouldn't wouldn't trade <laughs> what happened in the open cup for necessarily more league success i i wouldn't trade what happened in the open cup for anything but it sure is nice to get off the schneid yeah. I mean, we were struggling there. I was getting worried. Mm-hmm. I almost hit the panic button. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and now we're in fifth place. Yeah. <laughs> with half the season ahead of us. That's right. And 10 home games ahead of us. It's beautiful. So you're right. I should, I was I was over. It's a long season, man. It's a it's very a long, long season. season. But let's get into that match. So a 2-1 win for New Mexico United uh, on Wednesday last week. Uh, we, we start the match off pretty much in a lot of possession. Uh Coming out, frankly, playing in a way that is is kind of un-New Mexico. You know, we like to counter a lot. Um, but we were kind of dominating, frankly, as far as possession goes, as far as passing goes. Um, and that pays off. Uh, with the run of play, Bees gets a nice goal in the 10th minute. Uh, and we go up 1-0. And it stayed that way for quite a while, RJ. 1-0 uh, until Sam Werner fires a, a really weird shot, frankly. Uh, it's from the, the, the top of the box on the right side. Uh, a curler, uh, low, and Cody was screened on that. Um, goes into the corner. 1-1 uh, there in the 75th minute, and it stays that way until nearly the end of the match. And we're all worried, and we're all concerned, and things aren't going well. Brucey! Brucey came home. It was beautiful. It was, it, was a, it was a stupid, ridiculous, what the hell kind of a shot was that? If it doesn't go in, but guess what? <laughs> it went in. It was. It was. It's. It's the goal of the week in the USL. It's got to be. Uh, it's one of the goals of the season. It was beautiful. Thirty-five yards out. Uh, just a a, a, re- a rebound. Uh, well, it was. Yeah, it was kind of deflected around. So he did the work to get the ball to. I don't even remember who was there with him, frankly. But to get the ball to whomever it was who headed it back to him off, and it was deflected. It comes to him. It's almost like a kind of like a half volley off the bounce, and he just blasted strike. It's it's gorgeous, and and it's uh, in the 89th minute, and it seals a two one win. And and thank you, bees. Thank you, Brucey. And uh, we're we're back on the on the winning path. It feels nice. I think a lot of people didn't realize he scored on that. What do you mean? Because it was so quick, mm-hmm. so powerful in the bad camera angle of the USL. Uh, it looked like it hit like maybe behind the net, like it hit the wall and then bounced into the net from behind. And until you saw Brucey running around on the field. Star Brothers was kind of in shock. We were you mouth, was, you my were, mouth was open. I'm like, what? You and I didn't even get up and cheer. I didn't think it went in. Oh, I, I did. I knew it went in, but I still didn't get up and cheer because my my jaw dropped. I was like, what? Did that really just happen yeah. from from that distance? And at that point in the match, in the 89th minute, that doesn't get much more clutched than that. Um, and that's and Brucey's, it, Brucey's first a career ro- goal. Yeah, a rookie's first career goal. That's that's bangers only for Brucey. Yeah. I like that. So again. Had sorely needed two to one win in the league, uh, as you said. RJ puts us uh, back up into fifth place uh, in the standings. It's amazing how compact the Western Conference is, and we've talked about this. Um, but 
you figure at some point it'll it'll start to kind of thin out, and it has a bit at the top with the top three teams. You yeah. know, Phoenix They're at forty away. on forty four points, Reno on forty one, and Fresno on thirty seven. There's a drop of five to Austin at fourth, and then uh, three more to us in third at, with twenty nine points. But we've got a game in hand against Austin. But again, for the most part, from there, so you start at four with Austin. They're at thirty two points. So between the fourth place team and the fourteenth place team. The difference of six points. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's absolutely insane. Uh, so a couple wins, a couple losses is is the difference between the bottom of the table and fourth. That's that's nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been talking about this like, all all season, but like, it hasn't thinned out. There's gonna be separation. There's gonna be, and it's. It, I mean, Phoenix is separating themselves. So Fresno, Phoenix might up. be the best USL team ever. Uh, right Re- yeah, <laughs> Fresno and Reno are keep, kind of keeping up, but. This compact Western conference mm-hmm. is, is outrageous, and I, I've never seen anything like this in sports. I don't know if this is typical of soccer. No, absolutely not. No. Uh, but this is this is weird, and it's crazy that we could end fifteenth, <laughs> or or we could end or, fourth, or fourth. Yeah, you know, or I mean, it's not that far up to catch Fresno, frankly. Yeah, and it's a long up. season. It's a very long season. Especially with the schedule we have ahead. Yeah, and, and let's get into that a little bit. You know, so we have, I believe, 14 matches left, 10 at home, 4 on the road. Uh, that's pretty damn good. Uh, we, we've kind of taken our licks as far as having to travel so much, and and we'll talk to our guest coming up, who's going to be oh, Mr. None, none other than Mr. Cody Mizell of Gato Naranja. With the um, goalie in, in the, the league. league. But uh, so, I mean, we'll talk to him about it. You know, they've, they've had to be on the road so much and travel so much. But the cool thing is they've got that out of the way. It's yeah. great. It's exciting. You know, they're going to be at home for 10 of their final 14 matches, and we're going to be there loud right behind them. Um, and that's got to feel really good to have that out of the way and, and to be able to play those matches at home down the stretch when you're fighting for playoff positioning. Um, it's huge. It's important. I, I, and I don't know this. I haven't looked up this stat, but I would have to guess that we have more home matches remaining than anybody else in the league. We have to. There's no yeah, way anybody there's else no has way as many. Has that many. Um, so mean, that's great. Yeah, and, and the four road games we do have left are winnable games. Yeah, we've got we've got Tulsa in there, uh, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City. We have uh, Timbers too. Right. And oh, let me look it up. Hold on, I'm pulling up the schedule. Da, 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 but we do have winnable games ahead. Uh, from last I saw, San Antonio. Yeah, uh, that's it. <laughs> uh, we should come out of those with ten points. Yeah, I would hope. I would hope that would be great. Uh, ten points out of twelve. That's <laughs> well, damn. That'd be great. That would be fantastic. If we do that, we're we're going to do real well. Um, but yeah, no. And and again, we've played most. We've played every team at least once. Um, some teams we've played twice, so we know the teams. They know us. So it's really at this point going to be uh, kind of the measure of the man. You know, we we are competing against teams we've already we've already played. And as we know each other, it's who can make the better adjustments, who can game plan better. And it really comes down to coaching in a lot of these situations, coaching and health as you get in the latter stages of the season. So we kick off finally a homestand uh, this Wednesday. Uh, And if you're listening to this potentially today, potentially tomorrow, we're recording this on Monday night. Uh, But on Wednesday night, we'll be playing against El Paso Locomotive. Little Brothers from down south. Uh, We are even with them on points in the standings, a head-on goal differential. Um, and uh, it's it's going to be an exciting match. We drew with them last time at their place, and now we welcome them uh, with open arms into Isotopes Park. And RJ, what do you see in there? What are you excited for? Um, I'm excited to to beat the hell out of them. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I have come to dislike the locomotive fans. Mm-hmm. Um, they, it's a podcast. I'm gonna say it. Yeah, say what they're, you want to say. They're not smart, but they're opinionated. That's fair. Uh, and, and I don't like them, mm-hmm. and I just want to see United beat the hell out of them, and 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 Cody, our next guest, shut them out. Yeah, clean sheet would be great. Yeah, uh, but it's going to be a good match. Uh, they they are playing. It, it, it's we have the exact same record. Yeah, seven, eight, and five, mm-hmm. which is outrageous because I thought we were just tying every game. And, and yeah, and 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 the thing is, to be even at this point. Despite kind of the the negative run that we had during open cup play, says a lot to be where we are in the standings. Despite kind of the negative run in league play that we had during the open cup, says a lot about the character of this team, about where they had built up prior to that, and where they can go from here. I mean, there's a lot to be confident about moving forward in the second half of the season. I'm excited about it. Um, 
What I'm excited about is El Paso is not as good on the road. Yes, absolutely. Which uh, and several, very te- few several teams, teams are. are. Uh, right. I think New Mexico United's better on the road because we haven't had any damn home games. Right. Well, like a team like Las Vegas, for example, you yeah, know, they beat they, the hell out of us five one at their place. But they are a completely different team on the road. I'm looking forward. That's gonna be our last match of the season. Yeah. Uh, last home, last regular season. Excuse me, match of the season. Um, but you know, I'm excited to welcome them in when that happens. They're a completely different team on the road. They've shown that time and time again. They're ultimately they're the Jekyll and Hyde, frankly. And a lot of teams are, but you're right, you're right. And and you know, we may not like El Paso and, and we both don't. We've made that abundantly clear. They're, I like El Paso. I just don't like the fans. <laughs> That's true. I we had a great time when we went. Uh, we had a great the time in the good. stadium. The, the food stadium's was, cool. It the was, team's uh, decent. Yeah, we know the, we had a good time. Their fans suck. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, but the team is good, and that's that's kind of the point I wanted to make. Is you know, uh, you know, Logan Ketterer in goal is a very good goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drum Kiesvetter is one of the better goal scorers in the league, um, and and he came in midway through the season. You know, this, they have good players. They're a good team. Mark Lowry's a very good coach. Great um, coach yeah. We this is not a team you can take lightly, and frankly, there's hardly anybody in the Western Conference you can take lightly. But uh, especially not a team like this, they're dangerous, and they're going to come in motivated. They come in in a rivalry match. You know, they're going to. Uh, bring some fans. I don't know what the number will be. Um, nine. <laughs> nine. Uh, but, but I mean, they're going to bring some fans and they're going to be motivated to win. And I, and I, not that I think our guys would ever take anybody lightly, uh, but these guys are going to come in motivated. Mm-hmm. El Paso is going to come in here motivated, hoping to steal a win on the road. And uh, we certainly can't let that happen. Well, they have that chip on their shoulder, knowing that they are the little brother yeah, in this situation. Absolutely. So they're going to come in here and try to, uh, we're better than you. And, and uh, you're, you're a bigger city. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. And the, well, the thing is, honestly, and, and this is kind of the way uh, we, we've treated them on social media, too, is just let them do their talking. They can say whatever they want to say. Let the results speak for themselves. Yeah, really, ultimately, and 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 hopefully it'll be a positive result for New Mexico. Um, and uh, and they can say whatever they want on social media, and and hopefully we take home the three points. Really, that's what matters. What matters here is, is moving forward in the standings and beating the hell out of them. That's yeah. it. That's, that's it. That's all we need. Yeah. And then looking at uh, beyond that, uh, Austin on Saturday, we've got two matches in four days. Uh, which is something that we did a lot earlier in the season. Uh, that'll be another fun match. It'll be Meow Wolf Night and uh, and the sweet looking uh, Meow Wolf jerseys. Uh, we saw a little sneak peek of that on social media today. United uh, kind of tweeted out just a little bit of uh, the crest with I don't know the the name of the little mascot for Meow Wolf there, but it looks sweet. It looks awesome. If they put those up for sale, which it looks like they're going to, I will be the first in line to go get mine. Those oh, things look they awesome. Look really cool. Yeah. They look really cool. And uh, Meow Wolf Night on the 4th, so uh, I'm going in a costume just yeah. so I can get one oh, of yeah. those flags. I'm costumed. I'm, I, my my costume is, uh, well, you'll have to see it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to tell same, anybody. Same. I'm, not, I'm not telling anybody. Uh, but uh, Austin, 4th in the standings, so we're playing both teams on both sides of us on the, yeah. in the standings, so it's going to be Two a good tough teams. week of, of games this week. Yeah. Um, but if you can somehow take six points out of this, out of, out of those four matches, I mean, excuse me, those four days, two matches, if you take six points out of that, it does wonders, wonders for your playoff positioning. Which you, you, if you beat the teams around you, that's how you get in. That's how, and that's in any sport. You know, that's baseball, that's soccer, that's football. It's, it doesn't matter if you beat the teams around you. The teams in, in football, it would be the teams in your division. You know, mm-hmm. um, but if you beat the teams around you. That's that's how you move up. I mean, it, it's really simple. Um, easy for us to say. We're not the ones who have to go out there and do it. But uh, it's it's exciting. This is a huge, huge week. Uh, for for New Mexico, yeah, and uh, Austin's last five, they've kind of been win loss, win loss, win loss. But they've played some hell of a uh, hell of a schedule. They they lost uh, or, or they beat Fresno one nothing. Uh, they lost to Phoenix six nothing. Yeah, well, Phoenix is unbeatable. Phoenix is is well. <laughs> I know someone who beat him. <laughs> Ayo. And wait uh, till September. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a fun match. That's going to be a fun match. I'm looking forward to that one. If, if if I have some matches circled on my calendar, it's it's definitely El Paso Phoenix and um, Colorado Springs, actually. I really? I play them here. I, I liked their fans, so I'm hoping some of the switchbacks, I mean, not the switchbacks, the uh, trailheads come down. Yeah, they were good people. We had a tailgate with them. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, so that's another game I'm looking forward to. But... Uh, like I was saying, Austin has been hot and cold, beating a really good team, losing to really good teams, beating a bad team, losing to a bad team in San Antonio. So we'll kind of unpredictable. Yeah, we'll see who who shows up on Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and again, we've played a lot of these teams before. Shortly after that, we play against Portland Timbers too, and we remember what happened last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a draw. Kevon Frader saved us at the death. So hopefully, we can we can 
manufacture something on the road there and go in there. And I told you last episode, that was a, a match that I have circled on the calendar. I want to go in there and get a win. That would be really, really great. Um, but I think we should probably get to our interview. We got Cody Mizell calling in, uh, El Gato Naranja, the best damn keeper in the league. Uh, and he's going to be coming on right after this. You're listening to the CurseCast. Looking for a great place to catch Premier League, MLS, and USL games? Star Brothers Brewing is your family-friendly destination to catch all your favorite soccer matches. Star Brothers is also home to your official New Mexico United watch parties with a Curse Supporters Group. Get 15% off your ticket when you show your Curse membership card. Star Brothers Brewing is located at 700 San Antonio Drive in the Northeast Heights, just east of I-25 on San Antonio. You can find Star Brothers on Facebook or Instagram or visit starbrothersbrewing.com. New Mexico United Soccer. More than a team, this is a family. We wanted so badly, so desperately to do this for Justin and his family and to honor his dad, and we honored him in the best way possible. You better not be the one to doubt her. We had to Because we can blow your mind. What a win with the goalie. We had, and it's 3 now. We can blow your mind. New Mexico United Soccer on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. We can blow your mind. Welcome back into the CurseCast, and as promised, the uh, best goalie in the league, El Cody Marzell, joins us this segment. Cody, thank you for taking the time. <laughs> What's up, guys? How's it going? Doing great, doing great. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we're going to get right into it, Cody. Uh, what's the experience been like for you? Obviously, coming here, the inaugural year, a brand new club. Um, were you nervous about what to expect? What? How have the expectations been met or not met? What's it been like? Man, I've I've said this to everyone. I, I, the word I keep using is um, it's been unbelievable, man. Um, expect I didn't really have expectations. The only expectations I had is I knew what uh, Charles Aim was going to bring into a club and bring into a team and a style of play he was going to give. So uh, so yeah, man, that's that's the only thing I really expected. And and the support we have from the whole state and even even all the Mexicans outside the state has been incredible, man. And I mean, so coming into match day one, you know, you're playing at home. Uh, that that first home match, rather against Fresno, uh, what was that experience like? I got to imagine you said you had no expectations, but that had to have been a little bit surreal to see the place packed like it was. Yeah, man, it's it set the table for it. Um, the amount of fans that were there, that I think the, the the true thing I said was how loud and how uh, insightful all the fans were. Um, the curse behind us. I mean, you guys. I mean, were unbelievably. Uh, welcoming and 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 yeah, man, we were we were excited to play and and, and to have the crowd behind us. It made it that much more exciting. Uh, what what have been the differences playing because you were uh, mostly in in the East Coast or the, on the East uh, Conference before this? So what what's been the biggest difference uh, between the two? Man, I think it's the more level um, style of teams. I guess you, you kind of put it where I mean everyone's kind of even throughout the the Western Conference. Um, in the East, you have—I mean—you have your your top dogs, and you have your your guys at the bottom of the table, and and you you fight to get points at the top, and you know you—I mean—you kind of go expecting getting points with the teams at the bottom of the table. Here, man, every every game is a dog fight, so uh, you have to be ready uh, every single day, every single week, and it comes with your preparation during the week uh, in training. So, so yeah, man, I think that's the biggest thing on the West. Well, let's get into that preparation a little bit. Obviously, again, moving from east to west, you've also moved up in elevation quite a bit. What's yeah. that been like? Has that changed the way you prepare? Has it made you uh, maybe better as far as uh, your your uh, your cardio goes? What's it been like? Yeah, man, I think um, it's something I knew about coming here to Albuquerque. Uh, so it's something I prepared for when getting ready for the season. So my, my family and I moved here into December. Uh, but yeah, you could definitely feel it. Um, I could feel even in the weight room when I first moved out here to Albuquerque, just uh, simple lifting without cardio. You can, I mean, you breathe a little bit heavier, but, um, but no, now that we're used to it, uh, the guys are fit. Um, I think it's a big advantage for us um, as a club. Uh, you have teams coming in here who aren't used to it. And uh, when the second half rolls around, I think um, it's definitely a big advantage for, for us. Now, what was it like uh, finding a knife 
uh, in, in Colorado <laughs> Springs. We got a question about that. And uh, when it happened, we were actually there. Arjun and I were both there for that match. But we did not see you holding the knife. We didn't see it happen live. Uh, what exactly happened? Take us through that. Yeah, man. It was, um, it was just super surprising, really. Uh, it's funny because we played... I don't know what the minute I found it. And it was like middle of the first half. Mm -hmm. um, but I remember I took a goal kick from that same side early on in the game, and I never saw it. Um, and then I uh, had a second one maybe 20 minutes into the match. And, and yeah, and it was, a, it was an open blade there. It kind of took me by surprise. I'm just uh, very thankful that someone was looking out for me that day that I didn't uh, didn't cause any serious injury to myself or anyone playing. I would imagine that's got to be terrifying. I mean, you're diving around the, the goal mouth, and that's in the general area where that is. You, I mean, you had to have been scared to see that. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, I'm just, I'm glad no one, myself or anyone else, uh, took an injury from that. So I went back to look at that. It was the 21st minute. So you played you for 21 minutes with just a blade hanging out there in the, <laughs> in the goal. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, I, and again, I, I, I don't know where it came from. Hopefully it was from uh, maintenance staff before the match or something. But, uh, but yeah, man, uh, again, just super thankful. All right. So uh, when you were talking with your family about moving to Albuquerque in December, like you had said, uh, what was that conversation like? Did, did you know much about Albuquerque before this? No, I didn't. I'd, I'd actually never even been out here uh, before. Um, like I think the closest I've been to New Mexico in general would probably be Denver when I was with the Rapids. So, so yeah, man, it was, a, it was a simple conversation with my wife, and she was super up for it, which, is, which I'm very thankful for. So, and, yeah, we, we came out here actually uh, and visited in October, um, right at the end of my season last year and um, had a chance to look around and, and go with Peter and Troy and um, kind of see the city. And, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's super different from where we're from. We're coming from St. Petersburg, Florida, where you have beach and uh, humidity to super dry and mountains. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's cool. We're, we're always up for it and um, we love it so far. And taking that chance on an expansion team, was there any conversation about that? Yeah, of course. Uh, there always is. I mean, and like I said, I had 100% confidence in Troy. And um, after sitting down and speaking with Peter for a few hours when I was here, um, I could see the vision that he had. And, and uh, the comments that he made to me, I think, were the biggest things. He knew, um, not to go into specifics, but like I knew that he was a very intelligent guy and that he had the right mindset of, of what this was going to be to start. And like I said, and I, I think even for him, um, I know that he had an expectation for what this club was going to be about. But, uh, man, I, I, I can't imagine he would see 15,000 people at Ice Park. No, I, I agree with you there. Absolutely not. So you mentioned, you know, you were in St. Petersburg prior to being here. What's it been like seeing the Rowdies kind of go on this really kind of unbelievable run in the Eastern Conference, being one of the best teams out there? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm super happy for them. Um, I was at the club for, for two years in different stages. Um, they just got a new ownership group, so I think that's, that's helped them a lot. Um, in that aspect. But yeah, man, I'm super happy for them. I knew that, um, with a different type of eye seeing, um, the players and, and, and their GM and stuff, I, I know exactly, um, what those guys are all about. And you can see the product that's happening on the field now. Um, and yeah, man, I, I expect them to keep playing well and, and hopefully winning the, Eastern Conference, and I hope to see him in the final uh, this year in, US, in the USL Cup. That was going to be my next question. Looking forward to seeing him in the final. Absolutely. So you've become kind of, uh, I don't know if you want to admit this, uh, but you've become kind of a fan favorite. I don't know if you know that. Uh, you know, the, 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 the fans love you. They you know they chant every time you touch the ball. Uh, has, has that been kind of rewarding? Is that cool to see? I would imagine that's got to feel pretty great. Yeah, man, it feels great. I'm, uh, I'm thankful they're on, they're on my side. Uh, sometimes <laughs> goalkeeping is a very lonely position uh, Sometimes it's not even soccer at times. It's a, a totally different sport, and, and my job is, uh, is, uh, is, is 90 minutes of pressure. Sometimes it's not the most fun, but, uh, but it's very rewarding. I mean, you work all week um, to come to the games on the weekend, and it's 90 minutes of pressure. Um, no, zero mistakes can be made in, in the goalkeeping position, and um, you've got to put your head down and stay level-headed, and, and uh, hopefully the boys in front of you do their job in scoring goals, and you in the back four are looking to keep a clean sheet. And seeing that TIFO that was rolled down... Oh, what yeah, was, from the upper deck. Yeah, what the was that Better like? call Cody. That was cool. Yeah, that was super cool, man. Uh, I, I had no idea about it as well. I, I saw it when I was walking on the pitch on uh, that match. Uh, so, yeah, man, super cool. And, and uh, those 205 front row, man, they're, they're big time. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, we got some questions from people uh, on social media. Uh, we're going to go to the first one, uh, Josh Lane, who I think <laughs> you know. He, he tweets at us every time we got a player on. He says, hey, Cody, huge fan. What is Finn's favorite hike in New Mexico? And obviously, Ooh. we got to find out who Finn is. 
Finn. Finn is my uh, my one year old golden retriever. Oh, I have a golden retriever who's eight months. There you go. There you and, go. Uh, he's a he's an English cream golden retriever, so he's he's nice and white. But uh, his favorite hike, I think it's uh, something flat because again, he is a Florida puppy, so he's <laughs> not used to the altitude and or nor the hills. He'd rather have the water and the sand. But uh, he's getting used to it. So I think anything more flat, I guess. So if you call it a hike, I think it's called uh, more of a walk. The busque, <laughs> the busque it is. There you go. So uh, Tyler Hester on Facebook uh, had a question for you. He said, uh, what's been the most surprising moment of the season so far, either in-game or not? Surprising moment. Okay. Um, yeah, man, I think, I think there's a few. I mean, uh, surprising I don't know if you call it surprise, but our run, our run in Open Cup, um, as players, we we expected it because we knew the level of our team. Um, surprising could be finding a knife on the field. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, surprising could be the amount of fans, the amount of support, the amount of love that we've received. Is, is again, I use the word unbelievable, man. Uh, and uh, man, I think another surprising thing is I want to see how far we can uh, how far we can bring this thing. And uh, we have a super talented team um, from the roster number one to roster player number 23, 22. Um, man, all these guys work super hard. They're super humble. Um, they all, everyone has some, a chip on their shoulder. I said it when I first came down here. I looked at a roster and I said, someone had told me like New Mexicans, they all have a chip on their shoulder when they're born. And I said, man, what a group we have right here. Every single player has a chip on their shoulder. And I think we bleed what this state has to offer. And I think we bleed uh, what New Mexico United is all about. And uh, has that brought you guys together? It seems like it's brought you guys together, that chip on the shoulder. Like you said, you came with a chip on your shoulder, and we have uh, uh, Devin and Santi and several players with that chip. So what's it like playing with that chip? And it's awesome, man. And, and it's funny because uh, we t- me, and me, Devin, Santi talked about it today, how, how we, 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 we work with each other. We, we suffer with each other in and, and, and the good times and the bad. Um, yeah, it's super humbling, and and uh, and we really enjoy each other's presence. So every day coming into the locker room for training, um, every match day, it's it's a super enjoyable experience, and everyone loves coming to work every day and and putting their head down and and training hard and, and being difficult on each other because we know that that toughness that a we can deal with that toughness, and b that that toughness is only going to bring us uh, close together as a, as a football club. We had someone on Facebook, uh, Tiet Giridam. I'm probably mispronouncing that, but. He said, in a late game trailing situation, when you get called to the opposition goal for a set piece, do you want to be the guy to score or do you, would you rather be a decoy? I think I know the answer to this, but go ahead. Ben, uh, to give the, the, the best answer, I just want to score. I don't, I don't care who does it. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I just want to score. If it's me, hey, I'm celebrating uh, harder than anyone else is. But, uh, but yeah, man, I just, I just want to score. And hopefully we're not in that situation anymore this year. Yeah. Absolutely, in, always be up. Yeah, uh, in the uh, Open Cup, you had uh, some several saves uh, of penalties. Can can you talk about that? Because it was just incredible to watch it going into PKs at the end of Phoenix and in, in Denver. Uh, just watching you come up with big save after big save, it was just uh, probably the coolest thing I've ever seen. It's the toughest thing in soccer is to save a penalty. Absolutely, man. So what was what was that like? What was going through your head like before those? How did you prepare for that? And I mean, what what goes into all that? Yeah, man, uh, just knowing the, the Open Cup scenario, it's uh, something I, I put in my preparation for the week. So uh, it's something I had in the back of my mind. Uh, if, if that opportunity to me were to come, um, I watch film. Um, I analyze players. Uh, I, 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 do, I do the dirty work off the field to, to make myself more successful. And, um, and, and luckily it paid off in the, the, what is it, two penalty shootouts that we had. And open cup. Yeah, I mean, and you've saved a few in match as well, which is great. Uh, I mean, yeah. uh, and let's let's go to that. I mean, in particular, the game in Denver. Uh, you you kind of were the hero there at the end. I mean, making those saves and, and and it ends with a save there for you diving to your left and and you get up and you slam your chest and 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 I would have to imagine that's that's got to be the best feeling. <laughs> yeah, man, it's. Uh, I, I've always said I have I have a lot of confidence in myself uh, and my abilities and what I can do and. Um, yeah, and it, and, it, and it comes in a moment like that. You have to be confident in yourself because not only do I have to put myself in the right spot, but I have to make the save as well. Um, you see keepers guessing the right way and not making saves. Uh, so, yeah, you you, you got to do the work. And, 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 yeah, like I said, I, I'm confident in myself. And, 
Uh, when I make the save, uh, it, it good. It feels good. So uh, I'm going to react, you know, positively. Save right before that. You had the finger wag too. You know, so <laughs> when he came up with that second save, I was like, "This is the best." I can tell you. I can tell you, Cody. From RJ and I were both there in Denver, along with hundreds of close to a thousand of our best friends. Uh, that was maybe the best soccer moment of my life. It was. It was amazing. And I, it's thank you for that. It was awesome. No, man. It's it's. It's cool. I mean, and, and like I said, it's rewarding for, for both of us because, I mean, we're all in this together, and that's what Peter said from the first time I met with him is that, like, it's not just 11 players on the field. It's 23 players uh, on our roster. It's, it's the four coaching staff. It's the whole front office. It's the curse. It's, it's, it's every single New Mexican. So I'm, I'm, I'm proud that I could give that moment to you guys, and I'm just I was super excited for the club, man. Absolutely. Now, looking ahead now, we've talked about the Open Cup, but let's look ahead. We're back in league play now, and obviously our next matchup is – uh, just two days away at the time of recording this, uh, we're going. Uh, we're going to be back at home finally uh, and taking on El Paso. Is there anything that goes uh, extra into that? Being you know, it's kind of a rivalry match. No, I think it's just another preparation week. Uh, we know what it, what implications it has, and especially now how tight the table is um, with the with our latest run of games, um, balancing Open Cup. But uh, but yeah, man, it's a it's a regular day of preparation. Uh, we're still sitting down watching film. We're, we're always uh, emphasizing what we do as a, as a club. Um, we don't change to what the opponent has to offer. We, we know how they're going to play, but, uh, but at the end of the day, we're playing New Mexican United football, and, and we're going to win the match. Absolutely. And we have, uh, what is it, 10 of the last 13 games here at home? Yeah. Here at home. So that's got to that's gotta feel pretty good knowing that, you, I mean, you did all these road games, including the Open Cup. And you're still in the position you're, you're in. still in, uh, you know, right in the middle of the playoff hunt. Absolutely, man. And, and I, that's... Something people may not realize, the amount of travel we've done, uh, the amount of time we haven't been at home uh, with our families, with guys who have kids. And, um, yeah, just more a bit of normalcy. So, so, yeah, I mean, it's exciting. And I think it's, I mean, home field advantage is, is big time, especially um, with, like you said, how, how tight the table is. And um, we've done well to put ourselves in this spot and events to the quarterfinals of uh, U.S. Open Cup. So, so, yeah, man, we're excited. I know that guys are buzzing to play at home in front of, all our fans and and uh, and yeah, we're back at altitude. We're back uh, with the noise level at Stubbs Park. So I think it's super super big advantage for us. And I, so this is a completely out of left field, but a Twitter question uh, from Jake G at Chincon Records. He says, "El Gato Naranja, Goaty Mizell. If I'm watching Planet Earth and David Attenborough was describing any other animals that remind you of you." Which would they be and why? What animal are you, Cody? Oh, the honey badger, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely, man. Because it's uh, Cody just me out there. It's me. It's me and my my orange kid, and I'm I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking for a fight. I'm looking to win again. Cody Mizell doesn't give a shit. That's what yeah, we've learned. That's absolutely. what we learned. Yeah, <laughs> there it that's is. Great. Uh, one more Twitter question, uh, Alex Manfield. Uh, who gives you the most grief about your pregame mix? The pre, like the the pregame music. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, I don't think anyone does. To be fair, I I, I like a, I call it hopping on the sticks. Uh, I hop on the sticks quite a, uh, quite a lot. Uh, so yeah, man, I think the guys enjoy my tunes. I don't think no one gives me too much stick. You know, <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm the honey badger again. So. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's on that pregame mix? Man, I switch it up all the time. Uh, and you can ask anyone. We go from from latest hits to country music to Spanish music to my wife's Puerto Rican, so I'm, uh, I listen to Spanish music all the time. Um. Yeah, man. Anything. The oldies. Uh, everything. Nice. So, looking ahead, as as we mentioned, you know, we've got El Paso coming up, and and we've got several matches uh, that are going to be at home. Looking forward, is there a particular match that stands out to you as something that's particularly important, or one that you've got circled on the calendar? Uh, no, not necessarily. I mean, it's it's my mentality as a player as well. I, I look to attack every single day in training, just to so I stay mentally prepared in the moment because uh, that's goalkeeping in general. So. I, give you the answer it's just the next game the next game so we're, we're looking for uh, El Paso and uh, trying to stay focused on that moment because uh, yeah man that's the most important one we pick up three points uh, on Wednesday then we our head turns right toward Austin on the weekend sure. and is there I mean again you know it's a, it's a long way to go we're about halfway through but how do you maintain focus especially as you mentioned you you've had so many away matches so many so much time away from family uh, so much time away from the home stadium. How do you main? How how important is it to main focus, maintain focus, and how do you do so? Yeah, um, you're right. It, it is difficult, especially with all the travel we've done. But I think, I think um, it's guys just staying focused in the moment. Um, 
guys, preparing their bodies right, uh, taking care of their bodies, because right now it's not all, all about the grind of, of training every day. It's, it's more of the grind of making sure your body is right for the game uh, ahead. Um, so it's, it's more uh, rehab. It's more, you know, getting in the cold tubs. It's more um, just keeping your body right so when, when the match turns around that you feel at your top form. I think that's the biggest thing. All right, I think that's all we've got for you, unless there's anything else you want to add, RJ. I, I just want to thank Cody because uh, after that Colorado Springs game, our hat sales went through the roof. <laughs> yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks for wearing that curse cap. We appreciate it. Hey, man, you guys, I mean, thank you guys. They gave me. It uh, helped me see a little bit because that sun was uh, was no fun. That's Who the hell does an east to west stadium? Who does that? <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right, but anyway, in Colorado, I guess. Huh? <laughs> but after after every interview, we always let uh, our our interviewee uh, have a, a couple seconds to give a shout out to whoever they would like. So the stage is yours, Mister Mizell. Man, uh, I want to shout out to my wife and my my dog who I haven't seen in forever. Uh, <laughs> back at home, and uh, no, it's it's good to be home, and uh, I'm excited to sleep in my own bed for a couple of weeks and and uh, get to see you guys uh, at the stadium. That's going to be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to it. Uh, again, uh, from the time of recording, just two days away, 48 hours from right now, we'll all be back at Isotopes Park where we belong, and, and we're excited for it. Cody, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. We appreciate all you do on the pitch, off the pitch, and uh, we'll be loud and rowdy on Wednesday. We're looking forward to it. Absolutely, guys. Somos Unidos. Somos Unidos. Thanks, Cody. All right, we'll be back uh, after this break with the first Looking for a great place to catch Premier League, MLS, and USL games? Star Brothers Brewing is your family-friendly destination to catch all your favorite soccer matches. Star Brothers is also home to your official New Mexico United watch parties with a Curse Supporters Group. Get 15% off your ticket when you show your Curse membership card. Star Brothers Brewing is located at 700 San Antonio Drive in the Northeast Heights, just east of I-25 on San Antonio. You can find Star Brothers on Facebook or Instagram or visit starbrothersbrewing.com. New Mexico United Soccer. More than a team, this is a family. We wanted so badly, so desperately to do this for Justin and his family and to honor his dad, and we honored him in the best way possible. You better not be the one to doubt her. We had to Because we can blow your mind. What a win with the goalie. We had, and it's 3 now. We can blow your mind. New Mexico United Soccer on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. We can blow your mind. And welcome back into the Curse Cast. I am David Carl, joined as always by my co-host RJ Montano. RJ, it is time for your favorite part of the show: the good, the bad, the ugly. And as always, we start with the ugly, so we end on a good note. RJ, take us through your ugly. Well, we talked about this before the show, mm-hmm. so let's just go in on it. We have the same ugly. We do, we do indeed. Uh, lay it on me, RJ. What's yours? The fans of El Paso. The people of El Paso, because, man, are they ugly. Yeah. Uh, you guys you guys suck. You're the worst. You are literally, Ugh. you're the worst city in the worst state in the United States. How and, does that feel? And that's a compliment. Yeah. You're terrible. You you are, are, are so loud. If there was a sliding scale from one to a hundred, your your volume would be at a hundred and your intelligence would be at a one. That's the problem. Yeah. That's where it is. Yep. You guys are so opinionated and stupid. Yep. It's a bad combo, folks. It's a bad combo. Real bad combo. Uh, and the thing is, and, and we get these... these Loco fans on on Twitter, they don't even they don't even know how to ban. Like, we don't banner with you because like it's it's like it'd be like it's like beating up a child. Why would you do that? Like you you don't have anything legitimate or concrete, so you just say stupid shit. And it's just like how how am I supposed to respond to that? And don't use punctuation. <laughs> it's literally it's a run on sentence every sentence. single time. God damn, shut up! But it's like how am I supposed to respond to anything you say? And and so we just we just don't. We yeah, just don't. It's not intelligent. No. I mean, we've had good banters with other other teams. Yeah, we have fun with it. Fun. It's fun, but it, the thing is, like... These we, guys get so personal and offended, especially when we don't say anything back. Yeah, and it's just obnoxious. And and, and, and really, like I said, we, we have fun with other teams. We have fun back and forth. And, and these guys, you know, they just 
they just come up and it's just, it's immediately personal. And so, yeah, that's why we don't respond. Yes. You guys are awful. You suck and you deserve Darren Hunt. (laughs) That's fair. All right. Let's move on from that terribleness uh, to your bad, RJ. My bad. Um, New Mexico United fans who complain about the officiating on every call. Uh, there yes. has been some really bad officiating. Oh, the USL season. officiating. Let's it's, make no bones about it. It's awful. almost as bad as El Paso. Not nearly, but almost <laughs> as bad as El Paso. I would want to say the city of El Paso is wonderful. Just their fans are terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Go and ahead. the people. The people were great except for the local fans. fans. Yeah. Yeah. The so. six shooters. They're terrible. Anyway, you're bad. Anyway, Sorry. The bad. Uh, on social media, watch parties and conversation. New Mexico United fans are like, oh, the officials. It's not always the officials. There are are some bad calls, Mm -hmm. and they deserve to be called out when they're bad calls. Mm -hmm. But just uh, when something doesn't go our way, don't yell at the officials. The USL does not have a vendetta against New Mexico United. No. The thing is, the officiating is bad across the board, sure. But every single play that doesn't go our way doesn't mean that the official sucks. It doesn't mean that the official's out to get us. Yes, the officiating's been bad. But Chant, pobrecito. That's great. Chant it. Do it. But don't just scream your head off like, oh, that was against us. Yeah. It's it's rough. All right. My bad is a little more fun. Um, as you are well aware, RJ, I love going to the Isotopes games. As do you. We have a good time. Uh, we went the other day. Um, Duke's night. Yeah, we went on Duke's retro night, which is a blast. We had a great time. It was a Overall, great experience. Had a great time. I finally got to try the Comfort Burger. You've been looking forward to this. All season. All season. All season. I finally got to try it. Super dry. Oh, really disappointing. No. I was really disappointed in that. Um, and of of the, I mean, I there are a lot of great foods, the Ice Topes games. I, one time I went and I got a, literally a, a, a full-sized helmet full of chicken tenders and french fries. I remember It that. was ridiculous. And you ate them all. I ate almost all of them. There's a little bit left. But, uh, you know, the, the food at the Ice Topes games overall, really great. I love those big, big-ass margaritas. The frozen margaritas, oh, those are yeah. wonderful. But Comfort Burger was a letdown, really dry, um, and there's no knives allowed, obviously, in Isotopes Park, so I, I couldn't cut it with oh, a fork and knife, and man. it is a yeah, bad combo of, of super dry and messy. Messy was fine, but not when it's dry. It better be good. But anyway. Yeah. You've been looking forward to that. Yeah. Just this whole, that sucks, man. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, oh. I never sway from the barbecue nachos. Yeah. Since 2002. My go-to, my go-to is is typically I'll either go get a couple slices of Dion's and some green chili ranch, which I love, uh, and then get a margarita. Um, I always get a funnel cake. Always oh, get a funnel you cake. You have to get a funnel cake. Um, sometimes I'll go and get the spiral fries uh, that are over there at the tent on the first base side. There's so many. There's so much good food at that the Isotopes game. Huge corn dog. Oh, yeah. The that foot-long really corn dog. Good. Yeah. Those are wonderful. That all right. sucks, man. That's okay. It's all right. All right. You're good. Let's end on a high note. My good... Um, a couple of weeks ago, Cardiff City came to town. That was so much fun. That was really cool to have a friendly, have a big time team come to town. Different atmosphere. Different atmosphere. It was fun for us in the supporter section because it was a little more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Not any, any, nothing was really on the line. Yeah, so we had a good time. We had a great time. One um, one draw. But the night before, we were able to oh, uh, yeah. hang out great. with a couple of the Cardiff players at at a, at a dinner at a function, and um, they uh, the older players had an initiation for the younger players. The rookies, all the, the rookies. rookies, yeah, all the rookies had to stand up on a chair and sing a song, <laughs> <laughs> and it was great. Acapella. It was great uh, because it was terrible. It was so bad, and I mean. Th- their accents. Yeah. Their accents are so thick and they're singing usually these American <laughs> pop songs and you don't know what they're saying yeah. and they're so bad, but it was just a lot of fun and the guys loved it and it really brought that whole team together. And you could tell that's what this entire trip is about yeah. is bringing that camaraderie to to the team. And it was a lot of fun watching the uh, the rookie initiation. My favorite part of that, uh, there is one guy, and I don't remember his name on the team, who was uh, straight out of Ireland, had a very yeah. thick Irish accent. I still do not know what song he was singing. No. I have no idea. It was like it was such a thick Irish accent uh, that yeah, no clue. Could have been an American pop song. Could have been an Irish folk song. Could have been anything in between. No idea. It was great. I think anything he sings is an Irish folk song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, but that's no, it was really right. a lot of fun watching the uh, watching a, a Premier League. Well. Yeah, they're, they're still, still Premier they're League still Premier until League. the start of the season. So yeah. a Premier League team, uh, you know initiate their rookies into the team. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. All right, my good uh, comes from the Cardiff match as well. Uh, it's Gabe Legendry. Uh, so Gabe uh, is 17 years old. Uh, he was a week before playing for the Albuquerque Soul uh, in USL League 2. Uh, was the first player brought into uh, the, uh, what is the name of the program? High Performance. High Performance League. Program, the HPP program uh, that New Mexico United is doing to identify 
youth in, 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 in New Mexico and, and great young soccer players and to develop them. And it's a really great program. Gabe was the first player signed from the HPP and he got an opportunity to get on the field a week after playing for the Soul. He was on the field against a Premier League team. That's amazing. That's that so really cool. cool. He pl- and he played well. Yeah. He played well. And and the thing that I thought was so cool about that uh, was in that moment when he was substituted into the match, he gave thousands of New Mexican kids hope that they could play for New Mexico United one day. Yeah. And really, that's what this is all about. It's about building community. Uh, and what better way to do that than bringing up one of your own. This kid's 17 years old and he played for New Mexico United. It's amazing. And I, I have to imagine his heart was going a million miles a minute. As were his legs. The kid was fast. Yeah, watching him run out on the pitch and, and he, he was looked like everywhere. he belonged. He looked like he, he belonged. everywhere, yeah. Absolutely. Against a Premier League team. Uh-huh. I mean, granted, it, it was... It's a friendly. A friendly. Sure. This kid is playing, went from playing with the soul mm-hmm. and almost in the same week playing with New Mexico United against a Premier League team. That's got to be cool. Yep. And... How do you get up for your high school season after that? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, I played you against played against Cleveland. Cardiff over the summer, and, and now, now we... we're going to go play against Highland. And <laughs> how, how do you get up for that? Hey, you know what? It's some great experience, and I bet he's going to do pretty damn well. I but... bet he's got to have a lot of stories to tell his uh, his high school teammates that yeah. are going to be really cool. That's awesome. So anyway, my good uh, New Mexico United and Gabe Legendry. Uh, that's really exciting, and and I'm really happy for that. So yeah, absolutely, that is awesome. All right. Uh, let's thank a few people, David. Let's uh, do it. Helping the curse out, uh, helping the curse be the curse. Uh, Star Brothers Brewing, which is the official home of your brewing parties over at 5700 San Antonio Drive. Also, Rio Bravo Brewing and 1912 Second Street. That's I-40 and 2nd Street. Mm-hmm. And we painted our TIFO there. Yeah. Thank you to Rio Bravo for letting yeah, us paint so our TIFO much, there. We'll have a great TIFO ready to go uh, for the match on Wednesday against El Trasho. Um, we we worked on it yesterday, got it all knocked out. All one day. Yeah. It's a big difference from, uh, we've come a long way since our I'm first. Scully. That took so long. It was such a, it was terrible. I have a giant TIFO spread out upstairs yeah. in the new house. So, so, so for Welcome those. in Albuquerque. <laughs> So the the TIFO, uh, the last one we did, the Pride one, um, I just kept it in my car uh, for the few days in between when we finished it and the match. Um, And I don't know if you guys know this, but it gets hot in Albuquerque. Uh, and so and even hotter in a car and yeah, probably like 120 degrees in that car at some points. Um, and so part of the TIFO kind of melted together, baked, baked it together. Yeah, it baked together. Uh, and so paint that was red on one side all of a sudden parts that were white on the other side had some red on them and maybe they shouldn't have um and it worked out because it was kind of an abstract um so that was fine this one that we're doing is not an abstract there's a little teaser um and so it would have not have been good if we kept it baked in my car so rj uh very graciously has decided to keep it up in his uh in his upstairs room and spread out in the room and uh hopefully it won't uh won't bake in there you got air conditioning yeah. so you should but be that's good really cool the girls went upstairs and were like what is this <laughs> awesome but uh yeah thank you to rio bravo brewing for letting us come and crash your place and uh make a mess and and we try to clean up as much as can and we'll get back to you guys we'll make sure we make it up to you guys because you guys are fantastic <laughs> thank you uh boxcar brewing up or a boxcar up in santa fe 530 south guadalupe street bosque brewing down in las cruces we're having um a lot of fun with that one down there with with bus caps because there's a lot of el paso fans down in las cruces yep and having a nice little core of new mexico united fans show up at at, at bosque brewing and last time i them. checked las cruces was in new mexico yeah that's our territory that's well it is yeah it is yeah but the usl thinks not yeah well media market wise it's USL actually thinks our officiating is doing okay too so yeah. it's, it's <laughs> take that with a grain of salt <laughs> uh but bosque brewing down las cruces 901 east university avenue uh thank you guys so much down there uh rude boy cookie love rude boy cookie i went and had a uh on Friday, did you get the shake and bake? Oh, I, I can't. I, I can't get away from the shake and bakes. No, I, I. So I really wanted to try, and I think it was only there till Friday. They had a bread pudding, and it oh, looked yeah. so good. And I didn't get over there. Damn it! They had a like hot Cheeto, messy looking oh, cookie today, and that. I think somebody was eating some Colorado green chili. Yeah, I hear. I hear what but, you're saying there. I mean, I've never had anything bad there, so I'm gonna have to go try it. <sighs> hot Cheetos and a cookie? That's I don't. I don't know. I don't Chanel know. would love that. Oh, yeah. My girlfriend loves hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos are amazing, so. I'm not a fan. Uh, But anyway. Uh, Rude Boy Cookie, 115 Harvard Drive, and in the Elvado Square across from the Albuquerque Aquarium. And your curse 
membership card gets you a dollar off regular cookies on match days. Boom. Go ahead. Wednesday. Yeah, this Wednesday. Saturday. Go get get a bunch of... Holy crap, we got 10 games coming up. That sounds like 10 chances to get. All right, Mike, get the cookies ready. (laughs) And House of Soccer, uh, 5220 Eubank. Thank you to them. Your membership gets you 10% off there, too. So... It pays to be a member. It does. 25 bucks for the whole season. Uh, Thanks to ESPN Radio 1017, the team, your flagship station for New Mexico United Soccer and the Beautiful Game Network. Home to several MLS, Premier League, and USL podcasts, including this one. You'll catch us uh, hopefully right before the match, maybe before, long before the match. So, David. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a fun week. It'll be... Oh, special thanks to Cody Mizell for joining us, too. That was awesome. I did not know he was that confident. I'm glad he is. That's what you need out of your goalie, man. That's what you need out of your keeper. I was thinking it was going to be like baseball. You know, the catcher is always like a humble dude. Catcher and goalie, not Good looking, obviously. They are are equivalent only in that it's a lonely position. Yeah. Uh, Your keeper, you kind of want... You want want a keeper who, if they get scored on, can immediately put it out of their head and know they're the best player on the field. I want to be more like Cody. Let's try that. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to go out and do, be more like Cody. That's it. You should wear orange everywhere. I should. Yeah. I don't think. I, I'll, I'll look like an orange barrel. <laughs> the traffic cone. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, thank you to Cody for joining us this week on the Curse Cast. And the Noms. And the Noms. Yeah. Can't forget the Noms. Thank you for the music. David. It's uh, It's been a fun week. Uh, we have. A, a, a big week ahead of us. If we can get three points against El Paso, three points against Austin, it'll do wonders for us looking forward. Let's hope we get it. We'll talk to you soon after New Mexico 3, El Paso nil. And RJ, Somos Unidos. We are united. For the taking, the earth is shaking from that groovy quaking. Coming out of this guitar and, and the beat goes on and on and on from day to night. We'll be rocking to the earth and